My name is August McLaughlin, and I've been contemplating girl boners for years. It's time for Girl Boner Radio with August McLaughlin, a spicy blend of personal stories, in-depth reporting, and inspiration. Girl Boner is where good girls go for sexual empowerment. Listen in as August McLaughlin, award-winning health and sexuality writer, explores female sexual pleasure like no one else. She's the big sister slash girlfriend you've always wanted, and she loves to talk sex. Only on Global Voice Broadcasting. Love, romance, and sex are all emotions capable of driving men to heights of super achievement. Love is the emotion which serves as a safety valve and ensures balance, poise, and constructive effort. When combined, these three emotions may lift one to an altitude of genius. Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. I spent a few days last week in Minnesota, which I also call Mini-Arctica, having a blast with my family. And on the plane ride back to Los Angeles, I was reading Think and Grow Rich. In case you're not familiar, it's a self-help book that was published a long, long time ago, uh, 1937 actually, on cultivating wealth based on 20 years of the author's research. It's really, really popular still today. Uh, a lot of mo- motivational thought leaders like Tony Robbins uh, talk about how influential it's been in their lives. It was written before women had many opportunities for success outside the home, but of the mega successful men Napoleon Hill studied, he found many commonalities between these guys, including having high sexual energy and love from a kick-ass woman. Okay, I added the kick-ass to that statement, but I'm pretty sure it's true. Sex and love are closely linked with creative genius and self-confidence, both of which make for abundance of all kinds in our lives. Hill isn't the only one to have recognized this. Uh, There are a bunch of studies. One of them uh, recently studied the creative artist and basically showed that they have more sex desire and more sexual partners than non-artists. There are lots of theories about why this is the case. Um, I personally believe it has a lot to do with living full, authentic lives. Artist folks tend to step into their emotions and desires and embrace them rather than you know, shun them or run, run in the other direction, even if they don't match up to, with others' um, standards or popular opinion. Authentic rebels rule, seriously. So what about women who lack sexual self-confidence, who dislike and shun their bodies as so many do? Here's what I think. Without embracing our bodies and sexuality, we run the risk of being stifled in many ways, not just sexually. That's really the motivation for Girl Boner. And knowing that self and sexual embracement can open the gates to our biggest, boldest, wildest, awesomest, is that a word, dreams, gets me out of bed every morning because I've lived it and really, really believe that all women can experience the same. And once we do, life and our dream work, it's not like it'll all suddenly be super easy, it won't be effortless, certainly, but it will be authentic. And that is the foundation for all greatness, in my opinion, and our ability to live happy, healthy, gratifying lives. And just to clarify, embracing our sexuality doesn't mean having as much sex as possible, but allowing ourselves to feel authentic in our sexuality, however we define it, without buying into those myths that are so popular and damaging. We talked a little bit about boosting sexual self-confidence in another episode back in April called Let's Get Naked. And 
we explored basically some very practical tips that you can apply to your lives to instantly feel more sexy when you're when you're naked, when you're skivvies with a partner or alone. Here are a few more less conventional but powerful ways to boost your sexual self-confidence. First, meditate. I know, I'm getting kind of obsessed with this, but it's so important. If we can't have stillness with ourselves, even for five, ten minutes a day, we can't expect to be fully present with others. It makes sense, right? Meditation helps create compassion with ourselves. That's something that I'm learning, and I'm so excited about it. There's little more confidence boosting than that. And by the way, if you're completely freaked out by stillness or the thought of meditation, trust me, if I can do it, you can. I was terrified for years and tried and honestly never thought I'd be able to manage it. And it's really, really becoming um, a you know, vital part of my daily routine. So give it a try. I actually shared some tips on ways that you can easily start learning to meditate on my blog. Second, move away from toxic people. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Did you know that spending time around people who fixate on uh, or overvalue appearance is known to lower women's body image and lead to risky behaviors like dieting, excess weight gain, depression? That's just one example. Well, I believe that no one can make us feel any particular way, why spend time with people who aren't as positive and empowering on their journey as you are? Find those folks who you have that beautiful chemistry with, embrace them, and don't feel guilty about moving away from people who make you feel less than wonderful. Third, prioritize sexual connectedness with yourself. Too often, I think people are worried about performing well, you know, giving great oral or seeming sexy enough for someone else. I certainly know what that feels like. All of us, you know, when we experience that, are more likely to feel insecure, right, than confident, which isn't sexy for anyone, not for a partner, not for us. It can also keep us from knowing what our sexual wants and needs are. We don't want to be selfish, of course, but we should value and accept our our fantasies, our sexual preferences, our bodies, and whatever makes them tick, and then share and explore them with a partner or partners if we so choose. Lastly, prioritize your passion or finding one every day. This is huge. I try to apply this not only every day, but every week. That's one reason that I start my week off with Girl Boner. I start every day off with Girl Boner. And I, I've always, even when I had other jobs that I didn't particularly love, I would make sure I was up early enough to focus on what really mattered to me. Um, that buzzy, yummy feeling that we get when we're going after our passions is very, very similar to sex drive. They actually also affect our brains really similarly. So next time you feel butterflies for a lover, knowing sexy fun is coming, scrumptious pun, take note. Then observe how you feel when you're chasing your dreams. That same energy can flow both ways. So when we embrace one, the other benefits and vice versa. That's what I call a sexy snowball. Speaking of passion, we have a spectacular guest in the studio today who can teach us all a lot about embracing ourselves and sexuality. Leighton Benton is an AVN-nominated actress and model and adult star. I'm so excited to have you here. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Very well, thank you. I'm so curious about how you uh, 
found this this wondrous career of yours? Did you foresee it early on, or what what kind of inspired you to enter this industry? I guess it's one of those things where um, my ex boyfriend at the time in high school was like always um, watching porn. He was a fan of porn, and I was like, I want to be like those girls, like always fantasize and stuff. So. Um, basically, I was going to get into it when I was 18, but I wasn't ready mentally. So um, I got into it when I was 20, like going into 21. So it was like a couple months before I turned 21. And um, ever since then, it's just been a roller coaster. I wouldn't change it for the world. It's like a once-in-a-lifetime experience. So. What do you love most about it? The fans. The fans, they're always so supportive, and anytime you're having a bad day, like, there's times I wake up and, you know, you just have the blues. Like, you're just like, oh, I'm not feeling today. And then they just say some of the most nicest things on Twitter, and so it's just like, I think that's the main, the main encouragement is the fans. And what are the, one of the tough parts? What's, because I think a lot of people, they just see the, the glamour. Yeah. The parts. tough parts would be keeping your, you know, body in shape, and it's a very critical industry, and um, the race card. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and that's so, I'm glad you brought that up, because I had Flash Brown on recently, and uh, he's another a, a black uh, porn star, yeah. and he was saying that there's been some improvement as far as kind of interracial couples being seen in porn, but I imagine there still is lingering uh you know, racism. What is it like being a woman of color in the industry? I mean, it's kind of, it's hard because there's not that many of us. And so it's like, we're all different in our own way. And um, we don't get like the same opportunities. Like the Caucasian girls, they'll get showcases, like they'll get a movie dedicated to them. And we don't get that. Wow. And then like, even with the Avian Awards, like they'll just throw us in there just so it doesn't look bad, but everybody, all the fans still notice that we don't really get nominated for much. Like, I'm nominated, but it's like, you know, I feel like I have kind of, even how I'm marketed, like, because I'm um, black, Puerto Rican, Dominican, so I'm not even marketed, like, I'm not even marketed for that. I'm marketed for my uh, Latina side only. Really? So, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of messed up. So they more heavily promote the Latina part because that's more marketable, quote, marketable. Yeah. That's really sad. So on my Twitter, I'll, pu I'll put, like, Ebony and Latina. Like, you know okay. what I mean? So, like, because I got in trouble. Like, some of my fans were just like, um, you know, how come you only market your Latina side, the side third? So then like, I, I got to pay my bills. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, so I, yeah. I had to change it. And, you know, it just kind of sucks. Yeah, I imagine... Does, are, do you feel motivated to kind of pave the way? Because you said, you know, you were watching porn. Your boyfriend was in high school. Did you see women of color in porn? I saw a lot of it. Um, you had, like, the Pinkies, the Lacey Duvalls, the Naomi Banks. Um, who else? There's Jada Fire. You saw so much of it, you know what I mean? Now it's just, like, girls come in. Like, I've seen so I've only been in for, like, a year and a half. Okay. And, um... I've seen so many girls just, like, come in and, like, stay for, like, six months to a year, ebony girls, and they just leave. Wow. Because it's just hard. You have to be really strong. Like, wow. you have so to. So it sounds like it's gotten tougher. Yeah. Wow. And how do you deal with that when, you know, you see an opportunity that's not available to you and it seems it has to do with, with your race? Uh, do you... Do you react to it? Do you? I, I can imagine that would be a pretty frustrating situation. I I used to, but then it's just like, 
I don't want to have that certain image on myself, like, just constantly, like, saying things about that. So I used to go on my Twitter and say, like, oh, it's just not fair, the side and third, but it's not going to do anything. It's actually just going to make it worse because they're going to see that's really bothering us. That's also sad, you know, that I have a, a, a friend of mine who's a, a incredible writer, woman of color as well. She said that whenever she speaks up about something, people call her you know, vicious and mean and bossy and bitchy and all this. And yeah. it's like all she's doing, she was just being, being assertive and being yeah. herself and saying something that's very true. And uh, so I could see it. And actually, she also has said, you know, being the best at what I do is the best way to change yeah. the world, which is, which is pretty and cool. And that's how I see it. Like, I always try to do something that makes me different. Like me, like I, I'm very curvaceous. I don't have like, like, oh, you know, I have like a, curvy shape you know what I mean so it's like I always try to be different and not change because when I first got into the industry I was so like they're like oh you have to be bone skinny this or a third and it's just like especially as a black girl because you won't get as much work if you're not and so then now I got to the point where it's just like my fans love me thicker like when I first got into the industry I had like you know still some boobs and a little butt but now that I have big boobs and a big butt and, like, a small waist, like, they like that more because I look healthier. I don't look like I'm starving myself. Sure. And that presents a much healthier and empowering role model because yeah. it's more realistic. You know, most people don't have stick skinny and that's why, bodies. And that's why I try to, like, on my Twitter, I'll, like, post, you know, naked pictures of myself so girls can see that not all of us have to be that, like, 100% like fit to be successful. And that's my goal is to get successful be at the top being me the authentic beautiful I love that (laughs) how do you maintain confidence with yourself because I think whether people are in the industry or not you know so many women struggle with with poor body image how do you or any tips for for our listeners how can they feel more beautiful as they are um it's funny that you mentioned that because I have a friend that I'm um, helping out right now. She's going through, she just had a baby, so she, like, she's going through a lot of weight issues and stuff like that. And I always tell her that, um, always think of, because she had tried on a dress and it didn't fit her. And like she didn't like the way she looked. So we were at the gym yesterday and I was like, just imagine, because she was trying to give up. And I was like, just imagine how you felt trying to get into that dress. Push yourself. Like, make yourself, like, just be, believe in yourself. That's what I had to do. Every day that I'm at the gym, I sit there and I think about all the comments that people, like, make or whatever when I look at comments on blogs and stuff about my weight. And that strives me to be more successful. And that strives me at the gym to push harder. And in a healthy way because yeah. you're becoming fit rather than, you know, those scary diets and all that stuff. It's, it's like, yeah, and then it's just like – and then what makes me sad is when I see the girls that are on drugs and all that stuff. And it's like – I'm not going to be like that. Yeah, and you actually, you look healthy. And I think that in a really vibrant, like you have a glow about you. And I think people who, I was in the modeling industry before this, this point in my life. And I noticed that people who are doing drugs to stay thin it's not a healthy looking thin, you know? No, it's, it's, it's like really like their face is like squeezed in yeah. and it's just like, I'm proud of my little chubby cheeks. Good for you. <laughs> well, they're gorgeous. Thank you. Uh, what are you looking forward to? What are some of your big dreams as far as your career? Um, well, I'm looking forward to AVN. That's um, in February or this month? This month. Okay. I'm nominated for Hottest Ass and then a, a few of my movies are nominated and same thing for Expos. Um, I'm looking forward to just 
doing more conventions. I, I was doing a lot of the Exotica conventions, so I plan to be involved in that stuff too this year. Um, doing more camming and um, just doing a lot of stuff for my fans, just having my merchandise and everything. So, Awesome. Just, what kind of merchandise do you sell? Well, I'm going to start selling pillowcases. Oh, that's awesome. What a good uh, idea. Pillowcases, calendars, mugs, shot glasses, T-shirts, hats hoodies, stuff like that. Awesome. And where can people learn about them? Um, well, on my Twitter, at Miss Leighton Benton is where you'll find all my latest updates and stuff. Um, I also, for fan mail, any inquiries, um, my booking email is LeightonBentonBookings at Yahoo.com. Perfect. I love that. Yes. Uh, another theme of our show today is boosting sexual self-confidence. So in addition to maintaining your beautiful curvy body, do you have any tips for women who want to feel more sexy when they're having sex, you know, not self-critical? Um, I would say I like the mirror, having a mirror in your bedroom. Um, that's always makes you feel sexier. So while you and your partner are having sex, you know, just keep looking at yourself like, yeah, I'm doing this. You know what I mean? Um, also, some sexy lingerie. Uh, you know, something sexy, wear some heels. My personal favorite is fishnets. Like, there's something mm, that's so sexy fishnets. about yeah. fishnets. I just love them. They make your butt poofy. And <laughs> it's just like, that's what I like. Um, also, sex toys. Sex toys are good. Uh, my favorite is my Hitachi um, wand. And um, also, I like... I do like, you know, the butt plug, but like a little one, not too big. Well, how do you actually use the butt plug? Because I feel like not that's not as commonly talked about as like vibrators and dildos. Yeah. So what's a good way to, for somebody who's never used one before? Um, well, you want to use a lot of lube. Okay. Um, because it is a very tight area. Tighter, actually, it might be tighter than when you lose your virginity, I think. I think so. I think it is. Yeah, I think so. Um, I would say use a lot of lube. Also, you want to, like, make sure your partner, like, knows what they're doing. Because you don't want to have it shoved in there. Because then, like, I've heard of this one girl had a glass dildo and broken her. Oh, ow, 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 ow. Yeah. So it's yeah, like gentle wanna, is key. Yeah. And communication, and I right? And would, I would try with a plastic one first. Okay. Especially because it's your first time. You don't want to use a glass because if it breaks, it's too much. Yeah. <laughs> so lots of lube. Make sure they go gently at first and yeah. and stay in like tune with each like other. So ease you know. it in. You can't just like yeah. sh- it's not it's not like it's not like cleanest like in a vagina. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. You have to ease yeah. it in. Like kind of like kind of like a key. Well, not a key, but I know what you mean. Though yeah. kind of like like the key that doesn't it's like doesn't quite fit. You have yeah. to like kind of like gently you know move mm-hmm. it subtly yeah. at first and and then the body might start opening up which True. makes it a lot easier very cool well i'm so happy to have you here oh, and, and we I'm wish you all the here. best thank you and uh, we will be following you on twitter yes thank you so much i'll be making an instagram again soon i got deleted so you know almost every porn star i've had in here has said that before it just it ke- this is like my fifth one. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna so if we follow you on Twitter, You'll, then we will know when your new Instagram's yes. up, and we will support you. Thank you. And then Thank try you so to keep much. Instagram from from Thank slamming you. that door because it's not fair. So. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Well, best wishes. Oh, thank you, babe. Embracing our fantasies is another way to boost sexual self-confidence and have lots more fun and pleasure. Here's what Wendy Sturgar of Good Clean Love had to say about the sexy potential of submission fantasies and role play. Here are a few thoughts about why I think submission works. It's not surprising that submission and domination themes are among the most common personal fantasy content, or that a huge percentage of pornography depicts issues of power in relationships. 
The same dynamic is at play during our illicit affairs. The thrill of being overcome by our sexual desire allows us to engage in sex play that goes beyond our imagination. It feels natural to do the most outrageous sex acts when we give up our control. This relationship between submission and our access to pleasure is an interesting one. By agreeing to give up our control over the situation, we turn something off in our brains that often prevents us from letting go. And being able to let go is everything when it comes to sexual pleasure. Orgasm cannot happen in a body with an anxious brain. Submission allows us to fall away from our controlling and anxious mind. We stop questioning, even momentarily, what does this mean about me? Am I normal? And what's more, allowing sexual fantasies of submission to inspire your sex life may open you to a range of sexual activity that you would not allow yourself to otherwise explore. Oral sex of all kinds become, becomes a turn-on instead of an obligation, and one's very capacity to sustain intense stimulation increases. Submitting to our fantasies that allow us to explore our sexual submission edge opens the door to finding pleasure in the most unexpected of places. Fabulous points. For more of Wendy's insight, check out her blog, Making Love Sustainable, which you can find at goodcleanlove.com. While you're there, you can also find some fantastic organic lube, love oils, and body candles. I am such a fan of those products. If you're enjoying Girl Boner Radio, I hope you'll subscribe on iTunes, leave a rating and review, and hop over to my website, augustmclaughlin.com, for show extras and a whole lot more. Thank you so much for listening and have a beautiful Girl Boner Embracing Week.